Cleveland's need no introduction. You best book a tea. Let's give him a big round of applause on Argent. On Argent. On Argent. On Argent. On Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to The Checkout. It's a podcast. Hopefully you subscribe to it already. Produced at WBGO, WBGO Studios. All of our shows hosted on our homepage at WBGO.org. Checkoutjazz.org. And I'm your host, Simon Rettner. In 2003, the legendary organist Booker T. Jones and the brilliant pedal steel guitarist Robert Randolph met for the very first time. And it was in our studio. That meeting comes to light again as we celebrate one of our own legends in this music, WBGO's Michael Bourne, who retires this month. Since 1985, he's graced our airwaves, hosting Afternoon Jazz, Singers Unlimited, and The Blues Break. And his importance extends beyond just being a jazz jock, as he often likes to call himself. He's also a theater critic and a huge baseball fanatic. However, most of us know him in the circle of music, of course, and he first got his toes wet as a writer for Downbeat in 1969 and since then has written hundreds and hundreds of articles over the years, maybe thousands. In New York City, he became that indelible, raspy voice of jazz known for his pregnant pauses. Perhaps even more celebrated in Montreal, where he became a fixture in their jazz scene. Every summer during the International Jazz Festival, he really is a celebrity up there. And we'll showcase that side in a future episode. In short, Michael is just a walking encyclopedia of music. And he often likes to remind us of that fact. His flair for storytelling has influenced so many of us, me personally. And as you're about to hear, When he conducted an interview, he didn't really ask very many questions. They usually unfolded as improvised conversations. And so we blow off the dust on this session from 2003, produced by Josh Jackson when he was hosting this show. He put together a session that included Michael as the host, and with Booker T. Jones, yes, of the MGs, and Robert Randolph. Jones was back in the spotlight that year, returning to Stax Records to release Sound the Alarm and it was the first and only time Booker T. Jones has ever graced our studio. But more importantly, this was the first time both musicians met each other. And what unfolded was just pure fireworks, along with an ample dose of chaos in the best possible way. At one moment, you don't know when a story ends and a piece of music begins, a sentence answers a melody, a riff generates a reflection. It's one of the finest pieces of audio production ever captured within these four walls at 54 Park Place, and we bring this show to you now. your whole career booker you've crossed all categories you don't care what this yeah. is which box your records go into yeah. you go into all of them yeah even at the beginning i mean even the stacks r&b classics were not like traditional r&b records they, there yeah. was a whole new sound which yeah. mostly came from you and the mg 
we were trying to do new stuff. I'm glad you think it was new, that it wasn't traditional. I'm trying to get a different sound, uh, using a different instrument, using the organ as opposed to, you know, the piano. And uh, trying to make, make new, new chord changes and that type of thing. Plus the fact that when you listen to, when I listened to your organ playing back then, because of Duck Dunn playing bass and he was so great as a bass player, you didn't have to play the bass, which meant that you seemed yeah. to have more of a chance to play up in the treble, you know, you in the higher notes and, and, and breezier and, and it had a whole different feeling. Yeah, I started as a bass player and a uh, first bass player was a guy named Louis Steinberg. He played on Green Onions. And Duck came in when uh, Sam and Dave and those guys came in and had a little bit harder stuff then. Yeah, I didn't have to play bass anymore. Bass is a hard instrument. Because <laughs> you have to play with your feet, usually. Oh, you're talking about organ bass. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, I played also up, uh, real, uh, upright bass, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh -huh, yeah. Did you hear the sound suddenly when you and, and Steve Cropper and, and Al were all playing together? All of a sudden, there was like, oh, there it is, that sound. Once I sat down at this thing, I did. Yeah. Uh -huh. When I was trying to play guitar, I started playing baritone saxophone with Rufus and Carla, Rufus Thomas. That was a good sound. That was a different sound, kind of like the sound of the marquees, the Stax horns. Uh, but uh, yeah, it wasn't. I didn't really come into my own. I don't think there until I got to the Hammond B3, the Hammond M3 organ. And that was it, I mean, for you. But in your stops, I mean, the kinds of stops that you played and the sound that you got also seemed to me much more of a vocal sound like you were whispering or whispering loudly sometimes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, man, that's it right there. <laughs> we always know it's you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you know, the, the famous thing is that Rudy Van Gelder, the studios where all those organ cats recorded, they mm -hmm. famously put towels over the, over the organs so that nobody could see what stops that they had put in. Oh, really? So that nobody would know what combinations of the, to make their sound. Well, I never did that. I'll have to start doing that now. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody can play like you anyway. Do you ever still play Born Under a Bad Sign? That's like your greatest hit in so many ways, besides Green Onions and all the others. Communicate with Robert here a little bit. <laughs> and I was born under a bad Go ahead and tune up right quick. Go ahead. Sign. That's it, brother. Play the blues, Begin to crawl. Yeah. If it wasn't for bad luck, I wouldn't have no luck at all.
hard luck and trouble my only friend been on my own ever since i was 10 born under a bad time i've been dead since i began to crawl wasn't for bad luck I wouldn't have no luck at all. Go ahead. Wine and women, all like crazy. Be a lame woman gonna carry me to my grave. Yeah. Born under a bad sign. I've been dead since I began to crawl. Wasn't for bad luck, I wouldn't have no luck at all. Play the blues, Robert. I wouldn't have 
Robert Randolph, you were just, you're from down the road. I'm from right here in the Jersey, you know. Orange. Great to be, yeah, Orange, Urbanton, Newark, right here. It's all the same. Well, <laughs> you know, we're talking about the Hammond B3 organ, but you're, you're playing something that's, that, that's un unusual, except that in your life you come from a whole tradition where it's very unusual, and that's the steel guitar. Yes, we come from, I come from the church, which is Pentecostal church, which is mm -hmm. started in the South, um, mm -hmm. but, you know, Long before me, my great grandparents moved up here mm -hmm. uh, and started a church right in Orange, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. uh, there's uh, since then it's been some in Newark and Jersey City and mm -hmm. all over Boston and spread out to Chicago, Detroit, mm -hmm. where you'll find actually some of the, my main mentors live in Detroit: Calvin Cook and Ted Beard, that I grew mm -hmm. up in church watching as well. So mm -hmm. it was great to be a part of that, mm -hmm. you know. Because we, you know, most of us, when we think of the steel guitar, we think of country music or Hawaiian music, maybe yeah. even. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, but the, the whole, no, this whole idea of sacred steel, yeah. where does that come? I mean, it came from the South, you say. Oh, yeah. That's it. That's it right there. That's church all the way. Explain how it how you play this. Explain and describe this instrument because most people don't really they know what it sounds like, but it's it's on a stand and you're well, playing it flat out like a keyboard. Well, you know, it looks like a keyboard to most people and it sits flat and so forth. And a lot of people think that it's a keyboard. They think I'm doing what he's doing, you know, uh, what Booker T's doing, but it's not. You know, it's it started out in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. Then it came through in, in the U.S. Uh, with country music. But in our church, it's been going on for 80, 90 years. Like I said, I grew up watching these guys. And what happened was the history behind it was um, um, in those days, in the 20s and 30s, you know, what, like my great-grandmother would say, they couldn't afford organs in those poor churches in the South. So mm -hmm. guy went out and bought a $30 lap steel and started to... There's a war going on, I'm going home. That's it right there. You're playing with your left hand, you're playing with a slide basically, right? Yeah, I got a slide on the left hand. So and do you got you, three picks on my right hand? Mm -hmm. 
So it's not like on a regular guitar where you have frets, where you're actually pressing the, the string into a fret. You are actually just doing it with the slide. Yeah, you got to do it all with the slide. You got to hope you slide in the right place. That's why <laughs> okay. this is, it took me a while to learn this coming from out of the church. You know, you get the influence of hanging with folks. And this is one instrument that you cannot play wasted. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. I, I have a question. How is it tuned? Tell us how it's tuned. What, well, are, the, what this are the notes? Is, well, what I'm playing here, this is uh, the single uh, okay. um, six-string pedal steel guitar. Okay. But it's, it's just tuned like a basic major. Oh, okay. So since we changed keys, I don't know what the trans were, but if it was that's an E, a, that's it would, a D chord. It would, okay, that's a D. Uh -huh. So that's a D major. But if we was an E, it would be E from the top down. It'd be oh, okay. E B G sharp E oh, okay. B. Okay, okay. I'm getting a music lesson here, and then you can, <laughs> check, you can do this if you want. Oh, you have to use your foot to do well, that. Well, I got floor pedals here that oh, sort of bend the notes. Oh, so, okay. So you got the pedal that goes. Then you got your minor. Oh. Okay. Then you got your seventh. Then you got the suspended together with the last two. Okay. And then so you use the same terms as we do. Okay. Basically, and then with the left hand, you just slide like the, the great singers. We're gonna go today, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, and the church sometime yeah. get riled. Yeah. And the preacher get the preaching. And sometimes you gotta get wild. Down here at WBGO. <laughs> I'm in the studio with my man Booker T. And the spirit get the moving. People get to play in the organ. <laughs> You know, little Rolling Stone sing. That's it right there, Booker T. Won't tell you about a dance that's going around. Everybody's zooming it from grown ups down. Don't move your head, don't move your hands, don't move your lips. Do the hip shake, babe. 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 Do the hip 
what you don't know don't be afraid just listen to me and i do what i say don't move your head don't move your hands don't move your lips do the hip shake babe do the hip shake babe do the hip shake babe shake you his babe shake you his babe shake you his babe it ain't that come on look at you Because man, he just right on it right quick. Well, that's man. We it. Gotta, well, he knows where it comes from. We all come from, it all all this music comes from the same place. Ain't that something? You know, it all in a, in a way it comes from the blues, but then there, there's those, those folks in the church who think that that's the it devil's from gospel. Music. One of the fascinating things in listening to you, you played certain things on the organ, Booker. It sounded church. You, you just immediately hear church, mm-hmm. and then if you did it just a little bit differently, if you articulated the notes or played the the harmony of the chord a little bit differently it was the blues it's 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 the same music but there's a th- there's this fine line this yeah. razor's edge between uh-huh. it harmonically right yeah same neighborhood just a couple of blocks away right <laughs> yeah very very similar huh? can, can you can you can you even demonstrate that what i'm talking about like if you're going to play a chord that's a gospel chord <laughs> is that blues or church i don't know well, it's all inspired. You know, you know, you know, Michael. We 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 want to make all these distinctions between the good people and the bad people, yeah. and the and the angels and the devils and the saints and all that. But you know, we're all we're all good. Yeah. Well, what, that's what happened with me. Uh, you know, I started to step out in the late '90s. Well, really, 2000 and so forth, and they called me the devil because I wanted to go out. But what happened was I church, like most people could affiliate, you know, do, 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 most people have 
um, um, that familiarity with, um, you know, coming from an all African-American church where they just believe like you only should be playing here for these mm -hmm. little hundred people that's been mm -hmm. here mm -hmm. forever and ever and ever. Mm -hmm. And but, you yeah. know, the world is a big place and I'm hap happy that I've got the opportunity to go all over to Asia, mm -hmm. to Europe and spread what we call is a continuous gospel, which means the good word. Mm -hmm. Can go, I get a witness out there? You mm -hmm. so Absolutely. <laughs> and, and Booker, you too. I mean, play. Go ahead, whip one out. <laughs> So it's great to be here on WBGO. And you, and you two have never played together, right? No. Uh, he's, he's younger than I am. He's younger in, in terms of earth years <laughs> than I am. And I was actually a young man standing outside his church in Memphis, Tennessee. I was raised at CME Church, CME ah. Methodist Episcopal Church. Wow. Their church was across the street. Wow. So I'd have to leave my church and stand on the street to hear this music. Ain't that something? You see, in my church they were playing. <laughs> Bach and Handel. Yeah. Not. That's it right there. That's what was going on across the street. Exactly. This is the stuff. Isn't it wonderful, man, how this how music has crossed so many different boundaries. Including and, the street. And at the end of the day, <laughs> it all makes us happy and smile. Well, makes us it. dance. That's mm -hmm. it. And you know, I still remember the, the church in my neighborhood where they had the trombones, the God's yeah. trombones. Oh. And you and that's what you heard. You heard trombones and, and tambourines. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the whole block wow. shook. Yeah. Like an earthquake. What church know? was that? Oh, it was a Baptist church. It was okay. a hardcore Missouri Baptist uh -huh. church. Okay. And uh, you know, but it's like they're getting down and, and as powerful as any R and B band. Well, you know, could. that's the beauty of going to church, man. Most people have been turned off by going to church because of history and i tell people today man everybody should just go to church on sunday is you know you watch football you go to church or find a religion if you don't want to believe and i'm not going to make you believe but go find another go find another religion you know booker t knows you know he's he's lived it much longer than i did you know than i am living right now but he's created a lot of the stuff that we talk that we're talking about he is the you know, Booker, when, when, the encyclopedia. For did you stuff. start playing organ in the church? Did you play organ in the church? The first time I touched an organ was at my piano teacher's house. I was uh, studying piano, and uh, I thought it was a break front. I thought it had china in it. It was wooden. It was closed up. 
I was taking piano lessons. I saw a girl sitting in the room with books, and I asked my teacher, well, what, what is she doing in there? Why are we in here, and why is she in there? And she said, well, you don't want to know about that. That's an organ. That's an organ. You can't afford those lessons. So I went and got a paper out and started uh, throwing papers and got the $15 that it took to get in that room. And she opened this thing up, and I fell in love when I saw it before I even heard it. And, and she played some of those notes that I just played, and then I was in love with it. I've been sitting here since then at the Hammond organ. And the whole different way, like each of you plays an instrument where you articulate notes in a different way. And an organ, there's so much about sustaining the notes and, and not mm. just playing like the staccato on a piano. Exactly. Or, it's not like a piano. The, the tone runs out on a piano. But here you can hold it. Yeah. And you can hold two or three of them if you want to. It's, it's kind of strange how these two instruments, you know, are kind of similar. They are. I, I agree. You know, we could hold, I could hold two, three notes. You know. That's why you know what's funny in our church, we didn't get along with the organ players, man. Why? <laughs> why? Why not? <laughs> because, man, we just, you know they were always in the way, man. You know. Oh. But in our church, we had we we didn't really have good organ players. You know, we had these guys that just want to scream. <laughs> you know, go. You know, oh, we'd be trying okay. to get a groove, and man, the organ player messed up the groove. You know. Oh really? Yeah. We didn't get along with organ players, man. There was, you know, you we used to make the organ players sit all the way on the other side, man. <laughs> I'm learning. Right. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, because our church was the rock and roll, you know, guitar and drum loud. So we used to tell the organ player, hey, man, you stay out, man, because you, you can't hang with us, man. We. <laughs> say amen to that because you know they got they need the wild people in the church <laughs> yeah well great. i'm sure booker t knows i mean there's a lot of organ players that don't play right right you know i mean you know a lot of guys that are you know you you know you hear guys you're like man what's this dude doing man let me get up there right well i'm, I'm appreciating your perspective <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not talking about the great ones yeah you know uh -huh. I, you know uh -huh. or the good ones okay. i'm talking about the bad ones okay <laughs> yeah but you know the twist is you grew up not far from Newark, and Newark was ground zero for jazz organ players. Yeah. You know, yeah. they all played here. Exactly, yeah. Groove Holmes and, and, and Jimmy Smith, and they all, oh, I didn't know that. Jack McDuff and Jimmy McGriff, yeah. they all played here. Yeah, I knew they had stored their organs here, but I didn't know they came here and were from here. Okay. It was a, it was a line from Philly to Newark to Harlem to Buffalo. Okay. Wow. And there were clubs in each of those cities, and that's uh -huh. the circuit. That was like the, the Hammond B3 circuit. Oh, wow. And, okay. and those cats, I mean, that's, the, you know, Newark is the home of, mm -hmm. like, serious funky organ players. Wow, I didn't okay. know that. Thank you both for being here, Booker and, and, You're very and, welcome. and, and, and thank Robert. You, thank you for having us. It's I'm, been a pleasure. I'm, I'm curious. You've never played together before. Were there surprises for either of you? Uh, I suspected I was going to feel very comfortable, so yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> so you were surprised that you were and surprised and not surprised that you were. 
Well, it's it's just a wonderful experience actually to be here with this guy, and uh, it's uh, I've had these types of experiences before because I'm just a lucky man. Ah, okay. <laughs> you, Robert, well, I, I just, know when you were playing, all of a sudden you looked over and Booker, and you just smiled. Well, I, I was mean, just trying to see how nervous I was going to be, and I was really <laughs> nervous because you know you could always tell when I'm nervous when my note's supposed to sound, <laughs> but it starts sounding like. <laughs> like, hey man, you gotta chill out, man. Have a glass of wine or something, man. You know. Can we go out with some blues? Yeah, we're gonna go out. Metal steel guitarist Robert Randolph in studio performing with the legendary Booker T. Jones, speaking with our own beloved host, Michael Bourne, who retires this month. And our Michael Bourne celebration continues, and you can check it all out at WBGO.org. And also, just make sure to follow us at WBGO. We have a Twitter and Facebook page, in addition to our social media pages, at Checkout Jazz. That's our handle. And make sure you get around to subscribing to our other podcasts on the station, specifically Jazz United, hosted by Nate Chenen and Greg Bryant. The Checkout is a production of WBGO Newark. I'm Simon Rentner. Thanks for checking us out.